Hey Dreamer, welcome to Femex Podcast. It is almost the end of 2020. We're going into 2021 and there are some changes happening even for myself. And before we get into today's topic, I do want to share some of those changes for you. As I've shared in previous episodes, I've been going to some more clarity and some transitions in my life as we all have, especially this year. I started this podcast in 2018, and when I first started this podcast, it was 100% in Spanish, and I love doing that. It just gave me a different level of empowerment to be able to speak in my native tongue and to share and to speak to people that, you know, are in Latin America, that are in other places, that don't even speak English, and this has been a passion of mine, and I then turned this podcast bilingual because I had a lot of English speakers that wanted to be part of it, and I blended it. However, I have come to the clarity and the insight that I want to create a podcast that's 100% in Spanish again and make this one 100% in English, and they'll be a little bit different. They'll still be much about following your dreams and creating your dream life. However, you know, with this one, I'll focus a little more on entrepreneurship because that's the type of people that I hang out with, uh, you know, entrepreneurs, creators, artists, etc., especially here. And then when it comes to Spanish, I really want to focus it more on creating that dream life as I did it, share more of my experience and other people's experience as well. So I want to share that with you because if you want to make sure that you're connected to the Spanish podcast that's coming up next year in 2021, make sure you follow me on Instagram at Jesse Medina Official so you hear all the announcements. And if you want to stay tuned with this one too, make sure that you're following at Femex Podcast, but also myself so that you know what's happening and when I'm launching. I would really love your support if you are a Spanish speaker or if you know someone that would benefit from a Spanish-speaking podcast. Make sure that you follow me and that you let them know that you share it because I still had people that were so impacted by it, that want it back, that want the Spanish back. I obviously speak better in Spanish too. (laughs) I truly enjoyed it. It allowed me to be 100% myself without any hesitation, without any having to think or translate anything in my head and it it is something that I want to do and it ties in a little bit with today's topic because when you look at your year or the things that you have been doing I want to share that it is okay to pivot and it is okay to change things and it doesn't mean that anything was wrong this podcast was never wrong it was part of it It was part of the process that I had to go through. It was part of the learning experience. And it taught me so many things that when I do it the next time, I want to do it better. I'm actually helping other people produce their podcast now. And I'm doing it way better for them than I did for my, you know, first podcast because it was my first podcast. And so I was able to learn so much and I want to do it better the next time. And that's the beauty of it. The beauty of it is that as we create things and we take the risk and we put it out there, we get insight and we get information and we get, sorry about that. I literally just had like a little bug sit on my eye. Anyway, uh, you get the insight that you need to, to get guidance. And 
everything that has happened in 2020, as hard as it has been, it's been a way to receive guidance as human beings, as society, as a community, as people individually. We have been able to gain insight. We have been able to re-examine and reflect and there's so much beauty in that process that I actually think when we look back on 2020, as crazy as it is, and obviously it will make history, but we'll also see the good things that came out of it. And to tie it in with today's topic, I want to talk about this because some of the biggest companies out there came out of a recession. Some of the most successful people thrived in their lowest time, their lowest year, their worst year, once they hit rock bottom, they were able to get up and to actually thrive and to actually follow their purpose. And that's the beauty of it, that in the ashes and in the dark, and like I was saying last time, with the plant, a seed that's underground, that's when it's growing. That's when the change, the transformation is happening. That's when the seed goes from being a seed to being a plant. It happens underground. It happens in that darkness. It happens in the dark times. And you can choose to be the person that's going to rise out of this, that's going to create something beautiful out of this, that's going to see the opportunity. Or you can be the person that's going to allow the circumstances to hold you back. And the reason that sometimes we get held back Sometimes it's procrastination, sometimes it's fear, sometimes it's honestly not knowing what you want to do. And that's what I want to talk about today. Sometimes we just simply don't know exactly what we want to do. We know that, you know, oh, I want to be successful or I want to be happy, I want to be married, whatever it may be, but we don't really know what we want. And when we don't know what we want, we're going to always be doing this and that and going different directions. And it's going to look like we are going back on things or like we are not consistent and we attach and give it that label. Like I'm super inconsistent. I'm a procrastinator. I start things and I don't finish them. Well, maybe you haven't found what you really want to do. Have you ever... Think about children when you first, you know, they first start growing up and, you know, you're trying to help them explore a sport. So if you don't know yet, my sisters are like half of my age. And so when they were little babies, I was babysitting. I was a teenager. I was, you know, I was a teenager. So I was babysitting. I was helping my mom and being Latina. Obviously, I was helping my mom a lot. It was almost like being a mom. But um uh, I learned a lot and I remember the times when they were super young and they started exploring, you know, what they liked, right? So I would take them to different classes, different sports, different music classes, dance classes, and they go through that phase where they just don't know and we don't know yet what they're going to be good at, what they're going to thrive in, what they're going to enjoy. And you just have to go through that phase and unless you go through that phase, you just won't know. Like if a kid never tried anything, if a kid just grew up never trying to play the guitar, never trying to play soccer, never trying to paint, literally never doing anything, we would not know. We would not have that clarity. So there is no judgment 
when you are in that zone. And if you have been in that zone for 10 years, there's still no judgment. And if you have been in that zone your entire life, there's still no judgment. I hope though that you've been exploring because that's where the magic happens when you're exploring. Now, that's not to say that once you know what you want to do, you shouldn't go for it. You need to go for it. You have to go for it. You have to take action. However, taking action is also doing things that you don't know yet what you really want to do and you're exploring. There's beauty in that. Think about college years, right? When I was my first year in college, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. And actually the way that I chose my career was really interesting because it almost seemed like just a coincidence or just obviously looking back, it wasn't a coincidence and it was meant to be, but it wasn't necessarily like I had all the clarity. I literally went throughout my high school, went through a lot of art classes. I literally, all my electives were graphic design, filmmaking, painting, dancing, so performing arts, all these creative things, even drafting. I did drafting for two semesters. So, you know, I explored a lot of art. So somehow people could say or guess or assume that I was going to go in that direction. In fact, when I was a little kid, when I was a a young girl, my dream was, and I still would do it because I still find it fascinating, was acting. I wanted to be an actress. Now, I'm not saying I want to be a full-time actress, but I honestly want, still want to do it because I want to try it because I want to explore that. Uh, however, going back to the point is that it takes time. It takes time and it takes exploration. So anyway, I went to college and I remember right before I graduated, my graphic design teacher, because I was his protege, I was winning awards. He told me I had a natural talent. I, He just really was rooting for me. He got me a super fancy internship in the best graphic design uh, firm in Utah at the time and I was only like 17 because I graduated high school when I was 17 so I was really just a teenager and I got to work with these top designers like it was great and anybody would have guessed that that's the direction I was gonna go and so he told me he's like you know he just assumed I was gonna be a graphic designer that's just what he thought and then I remember and I look back and I was like what the heck like why did I even say that because I had no idea that I was going to take this direction but I remember he said you're going to be a great graphic designer and I said no I'm not I don't see myself doing that even though I love it I still love it I literally do graphic design for fun like I sit on my phone now though we have phones and like I edit on my phone but Um, even on Photoshop, on the computer, whatever. I love that stuff. But I knew somehow something within me, because again, I did not have the insights that I have now. I didn't know anything about my future, becoming an entrepreneur, anything like that. But I said, maybe I'll own a graphic design firm, but I don't see myself just being a designer. And that was my first entrepreneurial spark. And yet I had no awareness when I said that. I had no awareness. It was not intentional. I did not know that I wanted to be a business owner. I did not read business books, anything like that. Like I was literally just, I don't know why I said that. Call it intuition. Call it inspiration. Call it divine, you know, inspiration. Like just a divine download. 
whatever. But even after I said it, I never said after saying that, oh yeah, I'm going to go and open a design firm. Like it was just me replying to him. And I just felt resistance. I just felt when he said that, I felt a resistance like, no, that's not it. Or like, no, don't put me in that box. That's, that's what I felt. I felt like him with the best intentions and actually with admiration or with love or whatever like he was not trying to put me in a box to make me smaller he thought he was putting me in a big box in his sight in his you know vision he had a good vision for me he thought I was going to be a great graphic designer I was already winning awards so he thought you're going to be great you're going to be known for this and in my head in that moment I felt like he was putting me in a box I felt trapped I felt again that was not his intention probably was the opposite but for me that sounded small for me for me personally not that being a graphic designer is being small for me that was not my box so it felt like a trap it felt it I just felt resistance I don't know why I said that at that time I just felt resistance and I just knew that God had other things for me I just knew that you know, I was meant to do other things. And one of the things that I did have a lot of clarity in as a teenager, especially, is that I wanted to be a speaker. I always knew that. I, in fact, I don't even know when I first knew that. I just always, I feel like I always knew that. Even when I was a little girl, I knew that I wanted to be a speaker. Now, I didn't have the information that we have now. I didn't have what we have now, where it's common to become a speaker. It's common to travel and speak like think about the 80s like I was thinking about becoming a speaker in the 80s in Argentina I didn't even speak English that that was never in my horizon but somehow I picture myself traveling and being in foreign countries and speaking on stages I don't know how I got that vision I again I think it's divine inspiration I think there are things in our life that are divine that are part of our purpose are part of what we're meant to do so we feel driven to that and that explains for example those people that they pick up a guitar and they're immediately good at it and they don't even know how they're so good at it because it's just part of what you're meant to do anyway so you know I had the little hints about the speaking and I saw myself doing that again I didn't have a clear vision like I didn't know, oh, this is how I'm going to speak. This is what I'm going to speak about. I didn't know that. All I knew is I just pictured myself as speaking on stages and and just helping people somehow. I didn't know who I was going to help. I didn't know how I was going to help. And I encourage you, and if you have a chance to write it down right now, because this is part of the process, I encourage you to write down the things that are natural to you. The things that not because someone put the idea in your head, like no one planted the idea in my head about being a speaker ever. I did not have that sort of insight, upbringing, anything like that. Um, so write down those things that were natural to you. The things that you just, you've always loved, you've always wanted. Now, the next thing is to write the things that are not that you're naturally good at but they weren't necessarily natural to you right but they're you're just naturally good at like I was naturally good with graphic design and that helped me a lot in the future that helped me build a company and a brand without when I was starting out and I had no money I was able to build my own brand because I had that skill and that saved me thousands and thousands of dollars on graphic design and what happens is that that gave me an advantage because 
now I had this professional looking brand for free. And so I had an advantage that maybe somebody else starting out didn't know that. So, you know, they either takes longer or they have to send money, whatever. So all these small things may seem small or it may seem like it was a waste of time. Like somebody else could say, well, if you were going to become an entrepreneur, like what was the point of all, all those art classes that you took? There was a point to them. They have helped me immensely. I am a creative entrepreneur. I use creativity all the time and I know how to harness that creativity. I know how to channel it. I know how to open up to it because of all that process that I went through when I was in high school, whether I was taking a photo, whether I was painting, I knew how to access that creativity and I learned it through those things. So I want you to write down and recognize now the things that seemed seemed pointless or that maybe trivial or or things or resources that you have, skills that you have that seem like maybe they're not related with your dreams or the things that you're going to accomplish, but that actually you can capitalize on and you can benefit from and you can use as tools and resources. Resources are already readily available because let me tell you a secret. We have everything that we need and we have been equipped with everything that's going to help us accomplish our purpose. We don't have everything, but we have the things that are going to help us accomplish our purpose. We may not have everything that everybody else has, but we have everything that we are meant to have in every single moment. And that can change with time, that can change with the seasons, but whatever you're doing right now, wherever you're at in your life right now, you have everything that you need to be exactly who you're meant to be. You have the skill that you need. You have all these underrated skills and knowledge that can really help you and that can really give you an advantage over somebody else. That can give you an advantage as a business. It can give you an advantage when you're following your dreams. It can give you an advantage at work. And sometimes these things are underrated because at that time when I was doing the art and all that, I was exploring. I was just having a good time because I love it. I'm a Sagittarius. I love that stuff. I didn't know it wasn't on purpose. I wasn't trying to say, oh, I'm going to be art, art, you know, artistic or I'm going to be creative because in like 15 years, that's going to be trendy or needed or that's going to help my business. So think about those things, the things that didn't seem intentional, but that they're underrated and they're supporting you and they're helping you write them down. And then I want you to write down the things that were a bit more intentional. So let's move on. So I graduated high school. I went to college. I actually went to college and I wanted to do, I went to a private Christian university and I wanted to uh, do youth ministries. But essentially I wanted to do youth ministries because I saw myself helping young people. I wanted to help young people. I wanted to speak. I wanted to, you know, create community, which again, if I even saying this, I hadn't even hit me that you know, I learned a lot about community building during those classes and during that time. And now I'm a community builder. Now I have a community now. So again, all these little things that seem trivial are part of your journey. Anyway, so for the first semester, I thought I wanted to do that. And I started doing that. And you don't really need a degree to create community or anything like that. So it kind of felt small too. It kind of felt like, well, you know, these things are cool, but I can learn these things just reading a book, you know, 
So I kind of kind of like questioning, like, mm, do I really want to like pursue a four year degree doing this? And I remember it's crazy because I prayed and, you know, I was meditating and I was trying to gain clarity. And this goes back to the topic and the core of this conversation, which is you have to have clarity. The more clarity you have, it expedites the process and, and the dreams and you can do whatever you want whenever you want and there's no rush or anything but when you have clarity it's just everything becomes a little bit easier and you know what you're going to do when you're intentional and and that's powerful too so I remember I was asking for clarity and this girl I had just met again first semester in college you know so quote-unquote a friend but you know nobody's really your friend because you just met them you've only known them for like a couple months right but this girl, for whatever reason, I have no idea till this day. Till this day, when I think about that conversation, I have no idea why. And if I asked her, and she's like, I don't know why. I just knew it. But I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But it does. Nothing is a coincidence. She asked me to help her with her business homework. So she just started, you know, she was in business. Um, she was pursuing a business degree. And she said to me like we were sitting at lunch and she was just like can you do you think you could help me with my business homework I feel like you're really good at business and looking back it was like how what would make you what in the world would make you feel that I'm good in business like I back then was not talking about business I was not pursuing a business degree I she knew what I was pursuing. She knew I like art and dance. Like, I have no idea why. And I asked her later on and she's like, I don't know why. I just knew. I just, I just felt like you could help me with my homework and like you would be good at it. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. But she asked me for help and I said, yeah, sure, whatever. And that evening we went to her dorm room and I, I helped her with the homework and everything was just so clear to me. It was weird. Like, I started reading her textbook because she had to answer questions and stuff. And everything was clear. I just understood everything. Like, it was just, I don't know, just like when you read something that you just know about. And so it's clear. You don't even think about it. So I helped her with it. And she got a, you know, she got an A on that project. And, and then she came back at some point after a few weeks. And she's like, you should do business. Like, you're really good at this. Like, you you should do it. And I was like... It was so weird to me. I never told her that I was reconsidering my major or anything like that. Like it was just, she was just being led. She was just, she was just a very intricate piece in my puzzle and my life story. And, you know, I look back and I'm like, okay, these are the things and I invite you to write them down that seem like you are being led. Someone... Something that people tell you all the time. Something that people always say, you're, you're so good at this. You are, you excel at that. Or like, can you help me with this? Or maybe a question that you always get on social media. Like, how do you do this? How do you do this? Like, people, people always come to you for that. Maybe you're not even trying to promote yourself as that. But people ask you that. I've had friends that I've seen their transition, especially in social media, where because now that's where we get our insight. Maybe it's not a friend in the cafeteria, but maybe it's, you know, people on social media always asking you something. Like maybe like they ask you about your workout and you're like, I'm not even trying to be a workout person. Like here I am talking about business, but everybody's asking you like what kind of workout you do or what kind of things you eat or something. 
So even those little things, write those things down. Because those little things are hints. They're, they're, especially when it's people that they don't really know. Like they have no agenda. They, she had nothing to gain by telling me that. Like she just, no agenda. Someone on social media that has no agenda. That they just want to know something from you. Like ask, you know, those questions. Like write it down. Like why? Why is it that people always come to me for this? Now, I'm asking you to write different categories because I don't want you to think that, oh, just because some one person asks you one thing, you're going to change your entire life. But when you start writing down these things, you're going to start noticing patterns or you're going to start noticing good combinations. For example, now that I have the full picture, looking back in my life, I can say, huh, business and design and branding like and communications because I double major and I, I got a degree in communications which is strategic communications, anything I know about strategy, like uh, messaging, communication, anything like that, like I learned a lot through there. So when I look back, it makes sense. Like all these things are related, but alone, you wouldn't think about it. Like when I didn't, when I was a young person and I didn't have the perspective I have now, I didn't know that those things were going to be complementing each other. But now looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, that makes so much sense that it really helps me that I know business, that I know branding, that I know communications, that I know art and like graphic design and visual art and these things, like it all makes sense now, right? So when you start writing down these different categories that I'm inviting you to write down, don't just think of them because sometimes it's harder to make the connection if you're just thinking it, right? Thoughts just go away, write it down because then you're gonna might notice either a pattern, like, hey, this same thing repeated all these boxes or right circles or whatever but like all these things repeated here like I I have it here and I have it here and I have it here like let's say if for me I had had business in things that people tell me I'm good at and things that I was naturally good at and things that you know that people ask me questions about if that's repeating in every category then that's like a duh right but also it could be a pattern it could be like hey People want to learn business from me and I'm really good with communications, which could really help me teach and become a business educator online. And also I'm really, I'm, you know, good at graphic design so I can create all these things, whatever. Like you, you will notice the pattern when you see it all together. So write those down too. Um, and then experience, right? Experience matters. So I... Luckily, while I was still in college, got met this business owner. He's Hispanic and he went to my church and I obviously speak Spanish and he started a business that was really good business. He invested a lot of money, started this business, but he obviously didn't speak English. He uh, he just needed help with stuff like marketing. He was so good with the logistics and just running the business. And I didn't know anything about the industry, but he didn't know anything about marketing. He didn't know anything about, you know, websites or anything like that. And I was young and I was going to school for business. And obviously I took a bunch of marketing classes. And anyway, he asked me to help him. So he hired me. He actually was the first time that I had equity in a company because I got, I also got 5% equity in that company. So here I was, uh, I don't even know how old I was. I was in like early twenties, like probably like, 20 years old or like eight, 19 years old or something. And 
I didn't even know the value of equity in a company. Like I was just like, okay, cool, sounds good, whatever. Like that's part of my pay. Um, obviously he couldn't pay a lot at the time, so he he gave me equity. And looking back, I'm like, well, that's really cool. Like I didn't understand how cool that was at the time. Like I was like, okay, sure. Anyway, so I I gained that experience. I gained the experience of literally starting a business from scratch because I was doing everything. Like he didn't know how to do the marketing. I Remember that um, when MySpace came around too, I there was a time when you know I was obviously working with him. So he, there was a time where he was like, "Oh, let's see how we can like put the business on MySpace and like use it for business." So that was my first time like quote unquote using social media for business. So I started using social media for business way back in the day with MySpace, and I had no idea. I literally had no idea what how valuable that was gonna be that that was gonna become a thing so here i am like building a strategy because you have to build a plan you know building a page a business page you know like making it cool attracting people connecting doing the network you know like reaching out to people local people seeing where they're located and reaching out about the company so i was engaging i was doing all these things that now we have terms for but at the time i had no idea right um so again seems like a, uh, random and there are many things in your life like that where it, and that's why it's important to explore and harness the opportunities that come to you because what if I had it what if I had said like oh well why would we do that that like my space is just for people to hang out or something but we harness the opportunity right saying yes being a yes person like saying being willing to try new things all those things are going to be advantages for you later on these were all advantages for me. Imagine when I left this job and I went on to apply for another job later on. Like I literally had that on my resume. And at that point, I was doing Facebook too for business. So I had that on my resume already. So obviously, I, was, I got a great opportunity. I got hired because most people at that time didn't know how to do that because it wasn't even a thing. And in fact, the company that hired me at the time didn't even trust that I could do it or anyone could do it. Like they didn't trust it. They just wanted to try it. They didn't trust that social media was a thing that is worth spending money on, that it was worth hiring someone on. But they did it because they wanted to try it, right? But they didn't trust it. I had to convince them on so many things. I had to show reports. I had to prove myself. I had to prove why it was important. I had to explain it to the... I had to do all these things. And that really gave me an advantage because I learned now how to do proposals about social media I learned how to do reporting on social media I created like we didn't even have any apps we didn't have any analytics so I created the spreadsheets myself to showcase the growth and and things like that anyway so I'm sharing all this with you because I want you to appreciate the process that you're going through and the things that you have been through and how valuable these things have been and you have to be strategic about your vision and your future and you have to gain clarity but that clarity we think of clarity as in future right like i need i need to know what the future holds i need to know what i'm supposed to do in the future i need to know my destination i need to know the end game you also can gain so much clarity from the past you can gain so much clarity from the insights just like when you're looking when you're about to make a strategy for marketing you first look at the information you have you first look at the analytics you look at your uh, traffic sources right you look at your 
you know, engagement rate. You look at the social media posts that did the best. You look at these things before you create a new strategy, before you create a, a marketing campaign, before you create a plan. We do this all the time in business, but sometimes in life, we don't really do that. So we need to audit our own life and think from the time that you can remember as a little kid to now, all the resources you have built, the connections that you have made. Think about that. Think about the fact that we always think in present or future. So we're thinking like, oh, who do I know now? Who do I know now? Well, who have you met? When I think, I was, for example, thinking about my podcast the other day, planning for my Spanish podcast that I'm creating that's coming up. And at first I was like, well, who am I going to invite? Because let me tell you, one of the hardest parts when I was doing the podcast in Spanish in the very beginning was getting people that spoke Spanish that that were, you know, that I wanted to interview and whatnot. And a lot of people would tell me, even Latinas, they would be like, ah, but I feel more comfortable doing it in English. Like I speak Spanish, but I don't feel comfortable interviewing for a podcast in Spanish. So that was one of the reasons why I made it bilingual and blah, blah, blah. So for me, fast forward, you know, along the way, I stopped doing the fully Spanish episodes, but fast forward, obviously I met people along the way, whatever. So now this time around, two years later, when I'm trying to <clears throat> think of people I can interview, I'm not just thinking about the future. Now I have more, I know more people in San Diego and now I already have five people on my list that I can reach out to that I have met in the past. And even though in that time they... I didn't have a Spanish episode or podcast anymore. So at that time, maybe I just met them and I thought they were cool and that was it. Now I can go back and look at those connections and say, huh, I do know this person and that person and that person and I want to interview them on my podcast. So think about the connections that you have made that maybe at the time it didn't, it wasn't relevant. Maybe at the time, you know, it was whatever it was. Maybe it was just a high school friendship. Maybe it was just a day you went on, right? But now you can look back and say, well, now that I'm, you know, I met this guy on a day that was, uh, I don't know, an app developer. And at the time that was, that didn't matter at all to you. But now you're trying to develop an app. Maybe you reach out to him. Boom, you have someone in your network. You know what I mean? Like there are so many things that we can gain from looking at the insights, from looking at our life and taking an audit of our life and saying, these are the things I'm good at naturally these are the things that naturally come to me or other people come to me for that maybe I don't recognize in myself maybe <clears throat> I don't think that it means something but maybe it does so I'm gonna write them down these are the things that I have experienced that I'm really good at like me with social media like I'm good at it I've been doing it for so long for businesses that matters too it's not like I was just an influencer I did become an influencer eventually but that was way later I let me tell you like I didn't even become a quote-unquote influencer until like five years ago. So I had been doing social media at that point for like 12, 13, 14 years for businesses before I even started, you know, creating an Instagram for myself. And even then when I created an Instagram for myself, I had no strategy, no vision, nothing. Like I, I was not trying to become an influencer. I was not trying to do anything. My focus was social media for business. That's what I had focused on. That's what I did. You know, I built a strategy. I didn't see it as that. For me, Instagram at the time was just an artistic outlet. It was my way. It was a hobby. It was my way that I, you know, left my corporate job and I was able to 
just go and travel and then take photos and, and showcase the photos and inspire other people to travel or inspire other people to cook because my Instagram was mostly cooking and travel. And at this point, I was already an executive in a company doing strategy and social media and marketing and communications. And so that was for me literally an outlet. That was a creative outlet. So imagine how that then turned into me becoming an influencer, which then turned into me eventually doing a podcast. And then it turned into me eventually when I left corporate, knowing that I wanted to start my own business and having that clarity because of all these things that seemingly were accidental or were just coincidences or were not related to one another. So before you create your strategy, I want you to gain clarity. But I did want to share this with you, that you can gain so much clarity from the life that you've lived, from the things that you've done, from the things that you feel, even the things that seem like old dreams. Like for me, acting, I have gained the clarity now that I wanted to be an actress when I was a kid, like so badly. Like my dad would take me to all these classes, like dance classes, modeling classes, acting classes. He was literally like a stage dad, literally. And, and you know, I, I then moved to the U.S. My dad is staying in Argentina and that dream seemed like death, right? Like it was almost something I did with my dad and like it just didn't seem like something I could do here. First of all, I didn't even speak the language. Then I got busy trying to learn the language, trying to fit in. I was getting bullied in school. Then I got into the arts, like visual arts and stuff like that. And like that just seemed to get buried. And you know, if people ever ask me, like, what did you want to be when you were a kid? I would say, oh, I used to want to be an actress, but not anymore. And I would just say that. And don't you find yourself saying that? But it's like, when did you create that story? When did you create the story that not anymore? Like, when did you decide that you didn't want to do it anymore? And I look back and I'm like, I have no idea when I decided that. And I'm sure you have moments like that when you're like saying these things to people like, oh, I used to want this, but not anymore. But there's really no reason or like sometimes we have a reason. Sometimes we say, you know, I used to want to, for me, like I used to love graphic design, but I did decide intentionally that I didn't want to pursue graphic design as a career. That is clear. That is not a story. That That's the truth. But we also make up these stories about certain dreams that like, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. But if you really think about it, it's like, well, when did I make up that story? Because in my head, I never truly said to myself, I don't want to be an actress. It was just more like at some point, it's just, you know, if people ever ask me, I would say, no, I don't want to, you know, I used to want to be an actress, but not anymore. That not anymore was not really accurate. It was just a story I made up at some point And I didn't even realize that I wasn't purposely lying or purposely trying to deceive anyone. Or Like at that time, it seemed like I didn't want it anymore because but if I really look back, it's like, it's not that you didn't really want it. It's that you at some point thought that it, it you just weren't going to do it, that it wasn't, a, a, you know, it wasn't doable for you or that it wasn't feasible or that you you're changed or whatever stories we make up anyway. So I started saying that. And then now that I have spoken, I have been on TV, I have been on news, I have done all these things. I'm like, why would I ever have said and thrown out in the universe that I don't want to be an actress? Like, if I had, a, like, for example, I want to have a reality show about entrepreneurship. 
hell, guess what? You have to be an actress for that because don't think that reality shows are all true. Please, if you think that, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but they, you know, they're still acting. There's, there's a director. There's anyway, the point is that at some point I had an epiphany this year, like, okay, Jess, you've been literally saying for the last few years that you don't want to be an actress but yet you want to do these things that it actually is aligned with our dream. And maybe it looks a little bit different, right? Like at that time, I thought of being an actress in movies because that's what we had. We didn't have reality TV when I was five years old. We didn't have shows, entrepreneurial shows. We didn't have things like that. We had movies, right? So at that time, I thought I wanted to be in movies. But essentially, what I actually loved was really the impact the acting and, and connecting emotional with people has like that's really what I loved I would look at an actor I would watch a movie and I loved the connection I loved that that person that could make me cry that her story even though I knew it was a movie could make me cry that it could make me laugh I loved that I was in love with that process and I can have that process if I have my reality show, for example, about helping entrepreneurs with their business, like I can have the same impact. So all along, even that dream and watch it happen because I know now and I'm like saying it publicly, purposely, because I know that it will happen. I know that it will be part of my life somehow. I don't know exactly how. I don't know how it will manifest myself. That's just an example of me saying, well, maybe it'll happen me having a show about entrepreneurship maybe not maybe I get a movie about my life I have no idea how and that's okay because we never know the how but I do know that I had given up on that dream and I had made up a story about that dream in my head that was not accurate and I was almost ready I mean for all these years ready to quit on that dream until now I gained the clarity to realize that that dream doesn't need to be in a box that just because back then I said I want to be an actress in a movie and now I'm not an actress in a movie, that, that it cannot happen. And just because now I'm not interested in movies necessarily, but I'm interested in entrepreneurship, it could happen with entrepreneurship. Maybe someone asked me to be on a documentary. Maybe someone asked me to be in a documentary and share my, my process as a dreamer. I don't know. I don't know what could happen, but it will happen. And it's aligned. And every single dream that you have, and this is the last category that I want you to write on, probably one of the most important, every single dream that you have is not a coincidence. Every single dream that you have or that you had is not just you dreaming big, being a daydreamer, being, you know, living in a fantasy world. No, you would not have that dream if there was no way that it could be yours. Because guess what? I have never dreamed of being an, an Olympic runner, for example, because it's never been part of me. It's never been part of my journey. I, the, therefore, I have never had the dream. If that was part of who I was meant to be, you know, whoever has become an Olympic runner at some point had that dream, right? Because it was theirs, because it was their, part of their destiny. So at some point, they have to have that dream so that they could pursue it so that they could get really good at running so that they could get really good at training and become a really good athlete and therefore eventually become an olympic athlete and for you it's not a coincidence that you have whatever dreams you have and not somebody else or that you're not dreaming of being the things that you don't care for 
there is no coincidence that whatever you have dreamed came to you. It's because it's valid. It's because it's worth it. It's because it's part of your journey. And it doesn't necessarily mean it would happen exactly how you knew it because we don't have as humans a full 100% insight. When we dream, it's just like when we're dreaming in our bed at night. We remember the dream, but it's not like 100% clear. That's how dreaming is. That's the nature of dreaming. So when I was saying, look, this is what I said as a young girl all the time. I'm going to be an actress in Hollywood. This is what I would say. Now, understand that I lived in Argentina. I had no plans as a, you know, an elementary school kid to come to the U.S. My parents had no money. We were poor. We, you know, had no resources. Like, there was, for me to even say that, there was no way, right? Like, it's not because I had that dream because someone planted it in me. It's like, no, I had no, my circumstances, my story at the time, my connections, nothing, nothing would plan that idea of me wanting to do an actress because nothing led to that. That reality that I had in that moment did not lead to that dream. That dream was innate. That's something that I wanted to do and that I knew I would do. So I would say, I'm going to be an actress in Hollywood. I'm going to be an actress in Hollywood. The fact alone that I would say Hollywood when I don't even live in the U.S., didn't even speak English, didn't even, like, I could have said I want to be an actress in Argentina. Like, no, I would say in Hollywood. I, that, like, think about how that specific that is, right? Like, someone that has no forecast of ever coming to the U.S. at the time was thinking that. So, fast forward, I have been to Hollywood. I have actually lived in West Hollywood. I actually lived on Sunset Boulevard, like the main boulevard for like, you know, the stars and like, you know, like quintessential Hollywood, right? I lived there. Now, at that time, that seemed impossible. I lived there. This is how I know that I will end up acting in something because I have done the hardest part. The hardest part is not to act in something. Heck no, we're in social media era. We can connect. We make connections all the time. The hardest part of that dream, when you look back, when I look back, the hardest part of that dream was how the heck was I going to make it to Hollywood? How the heck was Jesse, five, six, seven-year-old Jesse, poor, you know, no connections in Argentina all the way. If you don't know, Argentina is the most southern country in the world. So the U.S. is in the north. I was in the south. Literally polar opposites of the world literally and I did that part already and I have lived in Hollywood which even Americans haven't you know most Americans haven't lived in Hollywood like so I've already I was thinking about this and I was like okay like I've already done like the hardest part of that the rest will just come just like this came because again I ended up moving here later I was never intentional like I didn't purposely say I'm gonna move to the U.S. and go to Hollywood like it was just life right life as it would have it but because it's part of it because it's part of your purpose if it's if something is part of your purpose the stars will align things will just happen and some things will not be intentional some things you will not have control over and some things seem like they have nothing to do with your dream but they're guiding you and they're leading you in that direction so I want you to write down final category those dreams that you've buried 
that you lied to yourself, that you said you didn't want them anymore, but truly was because secretly and subconsciously you thought you couldn't have them anymore. So now it seems more realistic and maybe to avoid people laughing at you or looking down on you or whatever to say, oh, I, that, that's something I wanted as a kid. That's that's little Jesse. That's little Monica. That's little Andrea. That's little whatever. No, it's not little. That's the big you. The person that has the big dreams, that kid that has the big dreams, that's the big you. That's a you before you got pushed down. That's a you before you got labels put in you. That's a you before you got told that you couldn't do it. That's the you before you got shrunk or before you shrunk to not make others uncomfortable. That's the big you. And that person, that girl, that little creature, that little child deserves to be acknowledged, deserves to be praised, deserves to be listened to, deserves to be honored. Because that is the dreamer in you. That is the little voice that keeps you going and gives you hope. Even when you think that you have failed, when you think that you, you know, you are not worth this or that, that you didn't accomplish this or that, that you have fallen short. That is the one, the visionary, the one that saw the actual vision before you could see it. The one that saw the actual vision before it had any resources because children, think of children, like we depend on our parents. Like before we have the resources to control anything, we believe we can do anything. But once we become adults and we have more resources and we have more freedom and we have more accountability and whatnot, all of a sudden we think we can't do things. All of a sudden, now that we have more, we think we can do less. Come on, that is literally our lizard brain. And that is a lie. The child that knows that they can do anything despite of any circumstances, that's a visionary. That takes vision. It does not take a lot of vision for me to say I'll start a business. I, I've, I already have two businesses. I already have so many sources of income, so many things that for me to say I want to start a business... That's not necessarily a vision. I, I already had this vision for of business and I, I'm already doing it. What takes more vision is to listen to my little Jesse girl saying, you want to be an actress. You want to convey emotion. You want to impact people. You want to transform lives. That Jesse was visionary because that Jesse saw something that seems a lot harder because it seems a lot harder for me to think that at my age, my mid-30s, haven't taken any acting lessons since I was a child, haven't been in that world, haven't done anything, it takes more vision to know and to think and to trust that that will happen and it's part of my purpose. So listen to that voice. Write down the dream or the couple dreams, the big ones, the hairy ones, the scary ones, and see how it all comes together. See how what you're doing now what people tell you you're good at, the things that you're seemingly naturally good at, and the big dream that you had as a child. How do they all merge? What's in common? What's the pattern? How do they connect? And then go for it. And I'll talk more about vision and planning. But like I said, first, let's gain some clarity, some real clarity, because Clarity is not going to come from the lies we've been told, the labels we've been given, the, the limitations that have been put on us or or 
the things that we tell ourselves, the stories we tell ourselves. No, 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 no. That will come from looking within to the inner child, to the dreamer in us. That's how it's going to come. That's how that clarity will come because that's your essence. You're peeling off the layers that are limiting you. You're peeling off the resistance. You're peeling off the lies and you're like looking within. That's clarity. So I invite you to gain clarity this way with these exercises right now or when you get a chance tonight or in the morning, your morning routine, whatever. But I invite you to do it. And then and then we'll move on to the next step because I think this is the most important step because I don't want to create out of alignment. I don't want to create a life that's online. I don't want to live other people's dreams. I want to live my dreams and I want you to live your dreams. And big dreams don't have to be big to me. Just because I want to be an actress, if your big dream is I want to be a stay-at-home mom and be the best mom ever, whatever it is, that's big. That's huge. I mean, that's super impactful. You are literally impacting two lives or three lives, however many kids. Like, Understand that your big impact is going to be unique to you. And as long as you're following that true clarity, your true purpose, you're going to feel the fulfillment and I will talk about fulfillment too in the upcoming episodes but this is what I wanted to share with you I hope it was helpful if you enjoy this episode make sure you share it make sure that you tag us on social media FMX podcast at Jesse Medina official make sure you go follow me and also make sure that if you haven't yet please write a review and let me know how you're enjoying this podcast all right I cannot wait to see what you're creating, feel free to send me a DM or two with your dream because it helps to say it out loud. Like I shared that big, uncomfortable dream with you. Like it was not easy because it's scary, right? Because now I put it out there. I said it. So I invite you to say yours. Send me a DM if you want privately, whatever. But let me know what the dream is. I want to hear it. It's important. It's valuable. It's you. All right. Until next time. Besos.